Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Chris James. Hi, I'm Chris James. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. Welcome back to Jesus 101. This week we're studying penitent psalms in our Songs and Prayers of the Heart series. And in particular, we're dealing with Psalm 143 today in a prayer for deliverance. So I know that a lot of Christians think that they should never feel overwhelmed. I know. know, Which is a mistake because we do feel overwhelmed, but sometimes people don't want to talk about it. Yeah, and you being a pastor, have you ever dealt with somebody who's overwhelmed in your church? Yes, uh, aside from myself, you mean? (laughs) Yeah, that's a given, right? You know, at least for me anyway. So I'm yeah, but but it's, it's, it's really not a given because in the past I have felt wrongly uh-huh. that a Christian would never feel overwhelmed, that you, you always had to have sunshiny days. Yeah. You know, and but see, that, that can actually overwhelm somebody who's feeling overwhelmed because then they're feeling overwhelmed about feeling overwhelmed. Well, <laughs> you yes. You know, because I shouldn't but, feel this way. Yeah, you know, and, it's, and it's not real. See, see, it was difficulty in my life that brought me to a place of being uh, honest with God and and. Being able to pray uh, to pray this type of prayers for deliverance that David right. had so often, by mm. the way, yeah. and um, yes, I remember one particular instance now that you asked me mm-hmm. um, that I had gotten a, a book of prayers. Um, that were very interesting, unusual mm-hmm. prayers. And one of those was the prayer of a single mom, it was okay. called. And so I, I brought it to the church because I thought it was so real. This woman saying to God, I can't take it anymore. And all these people mm-hmm. that, that want to give me advice and they have a, you know, a spouse and they don't understand what I'm going through and whatever. Right. So I brought it to start a sermon and I asked if any single mom in the church wanted to read this prayer aloud okay. and go up to the platform. Sure. And so this person that was always volunteering was very nice person she Mm. came up and started reading the prayer but in the middle of it she Uh started crying because because what the prayer was saying was so exactly what 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 she was was dealing with exactly and so she started uh, crying and couldn't complete Mm. the prayer and and she says it's so true people don't understand how overwhelming it can be to be a single parent Mm. you know and and how all we need different types of help right but it was it was quite an intimate moment there with the whole church all of Mm. a sudden because she she was just gonna pray uh read something i had brought but he became so personal to her yeah you know yeah i mean i can't even imagine what it's like to be a single parent and, yeah. and try and you know not be overwhelmed it's hard enough to <laughs> it's hard enough with a spouse having kids you know sometimes you get overwhelmed as it is yes, much yes, less yes. trying to do it by yourself yes and and that's why as we grow in intimacy with god and, and we remind you to write some of these prayers for yourself yeah. every time we're doing a prayer today is a prayer of deliverance is is to be able to tell god really i i can't take this anymore i i, I need deliverance from this situation mm. and in this psalm it's exactly divided in two verses one one to six are the description of the situation that David is going through, right. and verses seven to twelve are the prayer for deliverance. Yes. I, I really need to be mm. delivered from this, and mm. and uh, but I think it's really interesting how he starts the prayer, uh, verses one and two. If you want to read, them. yeah, sure. Oh Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy. In your faithfulness and righteousness, come to my relief. 
Do not bring your servant into judgment, for no one living is righteous before you. It's very interesting because the basis for the appeal that David will have later on is God's commitment and his faithfulness to us, uh, not his own personal merits. Right. No, so he's, exactly. He's not coming in your faithfulness, <laughs> yes. not mine. Not yeah, in my yeah, faithfulness, exactly. in your faithfulness and righteousness. Come it, to my and, and this is why we can come boldly into the throne of grace, not because Absolutely. we have it all together, no. but because of God's mm, mercy and God's yes. grace. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so when we're feeling overwhelmed, we can't say, Lord, uh, please help me because I'm worth it. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, it's different because, I mean, it sounds so silly, but that's yeah. the, the way that the Pharisees used yeah. to approach Jesus. No. But yet, but yet we are worth it to God's eyes, not because of what we, we do, exactly. but because of who we are, because to we're him, his creation. His eyes. Mm-hmm. And that, that is the part that the appeal is based on who he is, not on who we are. Yes. You know, like absolutely. I was saying before, the Pharisees used to go to Jesus and say, help the centurion, heal his son, because mm. he has built us a synagogue and oh, he's worthy, yes. you know, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And that's not the basis of the appeal. When you're needing no. deliverance, you come to him be- because you know you're going to find a father with open arms yes. uh, waiting to help you, to mm. give you whatever you need. Yeah. Now, verses three and four show how uh, overwhelmed he mm. really felt. And yeah. uh, let's let's read it because maybe somebody is going through something like this today. Yeah. The enemy pursues me. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in darkness like those long dead. So my spirit grows faint within me. My heart within me is dismayed. Yeah, That's a pretty yeah. dark place. Yes, it's a dark place. And, and sometimes... Uh, we we all feel helpless at one point or another in our lives. Sometimes mm. it's in marriage. Sometimes yeah. it's with our kids when mm-hmm. our kids are not following yeah. the things that sometimes we think. Sometimes it can be a job. Yes, yes. You and know, and sometimes we feel like persecuted too. Mm-hmm. Is is For example, um, he used to, David always used to write about being persecuted by his enemy. So I guess he, right. you know. Well, he, I mean, Saul was chasing him for a long time. So that was a lot of persecution. <laughs> yeah, there. but <laughs> after that, even when he was a king, right. he, he had all kinds of enemies after him. Mm-hmm. But we have modern enemies like landlords yes. or creditors or, mm. or, or in-laws or co-workers yeah. or uh, whatever dark place you're in. It, it, he says, it feels like I'm dead. Mm. And and I'm cut off from the enjoyments of life. Yeah, and that's a horrible place to be in. Like, absolutely no joy in life. I mean, yeah, none yeah. whatsoever. I mean, that's what's the point of living? That is feeling overwhelmed. That's like in despair. Yes, and and and, and some of us are prone. God, yeah, uh, some, some of us are prone to being overwhelmed. Right, and, and that's not a place that God wants us to dwell, though, or yeah. to live. Well, but that's right? that's the point. Is that that God is enough for the things we need deliverance mm. from. So, yes. never allow yourself to get into such a dark hole that you start mm-hmm. um, thinking dark thoughts. Yeah. You know, because because uh, sometimes we need the big picture. God always has the big mm-hmm. picture and He has what we need. But sometimes we are feeling like that, you yes. know, like in that dark mm-hmm. place. And we need to be honest with, with God about right. it. Yeah. And that's what David did. He's, he's honest with him and then he, he comes with some requests, right? Yes. Because he doesn't want to stay there. It's not like, you know, God, this is where I'm at. This is the end. I'm stuck here. I'm stuck. I'm going to jump from a bridge. No. No, he, mm-hmm. that's the beauty about his Psalms is that he honestly shows what he's going through. Yeah. And then he finds comfort as he's talking to God. And, right. and actually verses five and six, which are the last part of the description, he says, I have one source of comfort. It's you. Yeah. you yeah. Know, th- and, th- and what does he say? He says, I remember. 
the days of long ago. So yes. he's remembering how God has been there in the past. And that's a great, great place to start is remembering what God has done for you in the past so that exactly. You know, we, exactly. Can, we can have a starting place to go and say, God, we know that you've been good to us. Yes. So. And, and, and he goes from, and that is a very pivotal place in the psalm where he goes from helplessness to mm. reaching out to God. Yes. Because if you just want to be a victim, I want to stay a victim. Mm-hmm. I want to stay in the dark place. Right. Uh, you know, you don't even allow God to help you get yes. out, right? Mm-hmm. But he wants to get out. So yeah. he goes from helplessness to reaching out. And mm-hmm. I love this metaphor that he uses that um, I have used of myself in the past is, mm-hmm. is parched land, oh, weary yeah. land in need of mm-hmm. water. And God, you are the water. Right. You know? I spread <laughs> out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you like a parched land. Yes. I love that because I, I have felt in the past like a parched land and all of a sudden, uh, I, I'm holding my cup for God to throw water and I find a waterfall you know what mm. I mean and all of a sudden mm. I am just that's awesome yeah yes and I actually have a, a really nice picture with a photo showing this waterfall and mm. this little girl with a cup inside the waterfall yeah. um, but then he has this requests mm-hmm. and uh, he becomes really um, honest with God and, in, and he requests three particular things from verses 7 to 9 we don't have time to, to read them but what are the three requests that he will request from God. Let me hear you. Mm-hmm. Teach me your ways mm-hmm. and deliver me. What what awesome three requests. Okay, mm. so I think all of us can kind of um, uh, agree with them. Let me hear you. Yeah. You know, when 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 it fe- feels like God is silent, mm. God actually mm-hmm. has a PhD in communication. Yeah. So he can uh, show up in a book what yeah. we're reading. He mm. can show up through nature, through a sunset, yeah. through a sunrise, through a friend, through a, friend, mean, through yeah. a kid, through mm-hmm. anything. So, the re- the first request, and I echo it, let me hear you. I need yes. to I need to know you are there. Mm-hmm. I need to know that I'm not alone, right? Yep. And then teach me the way. I yeah. mean, who doesn't want a teacher? Mm-hmm. And one of the promises of God, even in the prophet Isaiah, is that you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, right. go in it. it. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are you have gone into situations where you wanted guidance from God. You you sometimes tell me, yeah, I'm going to pray for time. guidance. Yeah. No. My whole life, I lived that way. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I feel well, like but if but I how don't does pray God for teach guidance, you the way. You know, some people hear a voice. Some people, you know, not me, not necessarily a voice, but it's a feeling that I get. And that it's you get convinced. Be, of I get something? convinced of something, and that you it's become peaceful. It, yeah, and become peaceful, and it's like, no, this is exactly. I I know this is what God wants me to do. Yeah, and 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 until I reach that, I'm at war within myself. Okay, and it just I not. think that is a very good. Uh, actually, is a is a is a, is a principle. Um, Isaiah fifty five twelve is a principle mm-hmm. that says you will be guided through peace. Yes, you know. So mm-hmm. so when you are ha- having something that you don't know what to do you have this request teach me the way yes. and one of the ways that god teaches you is because you get a feeling of peace when you have mm-hmm. arrived to the appropriate yeah. place right mm-hmm. and the third thing he he says is deliver me uh, sometimes yeah. we can't get ourselves out of the situation no most times yes <laughs> so, <laughs> most times. so we are needing god to do Even a miraculous we, think we can most yeah. times we can't <laughs> well as we get older chris and, and you're much younger than i am but as we get older we realize very often that yeah. that what we thought Mm. we could do mm-hmm. we really can't yeah. and that we are really not in control of yeah. our own lives mm-hmm. just the choice of trusting god right. and in this case uh david says you are my only hope and he says i i like this i statements that david does i mm. trust in you yes i lift up my soul to you and i, I take refuge, refuge in you so let's yeah. let's say those three again you you mm. have them you yeah. can say them. i trust in you lord I lift up my soul to you and I take refuge in you. See, sometimes uh, it is at the bottom 
that we look up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't look up when we think we're in control, when things are going fine and whatever. Right. But the truth is, we all find things today that we need deliverance from. And tomorrow, there might be a different things mm-hmm. that we will need the same thing. Yeah. And so, we will, again, need to hear from the Lord. Again, ask yes. for Him to teach mm-hmm. us the way. Again, to deliver us. Mm-hmm. And so, the, the key is, I trust in you. I lift up my soul to you. I take refuge in you. Yes. So, Jesus at one point in his life was also overwhelmed mm-hmm. to the point of death. And you yeah. remember the, the prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. Uh, it's, one, it's a wonderful prayer if you have time to read it. It's in Matthew 26, verses 38 and 39. It was a prayer for deliverance. He said to God, if it is possible. possible. Yeah, take you know? this cup from me. Yes, mm-hmm. so that is a prayer of deliverance. So, yeah. uh, Jesus w- did a prayer of deliverance on his own behalf. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if it's possible, please take this away from me. Yeah. But if it's not, not possible, yeah. then, then give me the strength. Mm-hmm. Give me what yes. I need to go through it. Yes. So, mm-hmm. that is a great model prayer for all of us. Um, God doesn't want us to live overwhelmed. He wants us to live in a place where we have submitted ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in the case of Jesus, he went through the utmost pain uh, mm-hmm. so that we would never have to feel abandoned yes. or feel that God is not hearing us. Yes. Nobody's going to go what through what Jesus went through. No, <laughs> none of us, thank, thank goodness, because he yeah. went through it for us. So, exactly. we don't have to experience. Exactly. So, the pain death. that we can uh, go through is is one that you can say, well, am I alone? Is God hearing me? And, and so, that's why this psalm is so good in saying, of course, God always hears you. You can trust in him. You can lift up your soul to him. You can take re- refuge in him because by his stripes, stripes we, we are healed. healed. You know, yeah. he, he, he delivered us from the uh, curse of sin. Mm. So, we don't ever have to feel alienated, overwhelmed, right. desperate, helpless, hopeless, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because God is the one that actually… Yeah. We can live a life of joy. Yeah. I- even in the middle of, mm-hmm. pa- of pain. Of pain, yes. Which some people think is an oxymoron. How can you have yeah. joy if you have pain? Because joy is this inner well-being when you are at peace with God yes. and with yourself mm-hmm. in spite of circumstances. Right. because we know the end. We know that this is just temporary. Exactly, exactly. And so, we invite you to to write a prayer of deliverance knowing that His, His grace is always towards you, always wanting to deliver you. If you're needing guidance, if you're needing strength, if you're needing a safe haven, uh, trust that Jesus is that person. He is for you and He's not against you. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.